back to another episode of the Adaptive Citizens Podcast with your hosts, Ben and Elijah. Today is podcast episode 21, and today we are going to be doing a Q&A. Um, this was kind of a, a spontaneous title decision for the podcast, I guess you could say. It wasn't really... Yeah. We planned on doing a podcast, but we didn't really <laughs> have a plan as to what, what we were doing. Let's talk on the mics, but I have nothing to talk about. Yeah. So on our way back from a USPSA match that we attended today, I posted up in the story, hey, we're doing a Q&A. Go put your things in like now. And so we actually got enough that we probably have more than enough for oh, the yeah. whole episode. So we're going to try and came keep through. Yeah. We're going to try and keep this between 45 minutes to an hour. So um, – you said you liked one of them specifically. Um, what are you doing? Oh. Turned my mic up. Is that my phone? It was, it, mine was turned down. Where's your phone? It's over here. Why is it buzzing? It's after you touch something. I don't hear anything. Oh, I hear a buzzing. That bothers the shit out of me. Hopefully nobody else can hear it. Anyways, okay. Well, we got some questions, so we're just going to run right into it. Um, thoughts on gun culture. Well, sorry. Question number one. <laughs> I, sometimes it just sounds like I'm talking. So thoughts on gun culture in regards to overweight people trying to fix themselves. Now be nice because I know how it's. <laughs> okay. So like in my opinion, I our gun culture, as obviously as you've seen, it's totally toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, we talk about, you know, the anti cancel culture of yeah you know like the liberals yeah and all that stuff but we are guilty of it too oh yeah and it's and i really hate because there's a i'm trying to remember his name is i think it's like pew view or is that the pew view isn't that the guy that does like all the trick shots and shit no maybe it's not that guy but there's a guy who's considerably overweight like i think he's pushing 300 pounds or something Mm -hmm. but he's out there doing videos training you know he's working on himself and it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know, who are we to judge? Because, you know, not all of us, you know, he's probably a better shot than me, but, yeah. you know, he just happens to be overweight. Yeah. And I think, I think us as a gun culture need to stop, stop trying to cancel fucking everybody. Yeah. And just start going like, wow, like you're actually putting yourself out there for the world and maybe a little bit of criticism, but. Right. You know, I think. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, one, I have a lot to say about this because one, I was fat. Yeah. Um, two, I'm not fat anymore. And uh, three, I'm in the gun culture. So, and then, so like today there was a new experience of gun culture that mm-hmm. I was exposed to. So today was my first ever USPSA match. You did so good. I, I, we'll talk about that later. That's no. not the point. So, because <laughs> w- there's a question about the match. So okay. we'll, we'll, we'll go over that later. But um, my point is, is so like me, I naturally am a judgy person and I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. Like I try not to judge. I think people. a lot so of us like, are. I go to me going in with this uh, preconceived notion of what USPSA is and the mm-hmm. environment and people <laughs> in it because yeah. of my interaction with those on the internet and stuff and what I've seen. Um, I, there's a lot of overweight guys in that industry or in that, in that yeah, uh, environment. And it's, and it's like, okay, well, so like I, I don't. I'm not going to make an excuse as to why you are that weight, but I understand why you chose to do this within guns Mm -hmm. because the distances are very short. You're asked very little, um, but you are having to move quickly. So I could see how that would work against you. Um, You look at the scoreboards and you look at the people that are on the top of the scoreboards and they're, they're fit and they're fast. Yeah. Most of them are Asian. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that was number one. Yeah. His name was Lee, too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I wish we would have squatted with him. He was ridiculously fast. But it's funny because there's, there's two guys that are on Team Hawk Tech, and I want to say there was two there, but at least one of them. And he's, you know, kind of overweight, but he's fast. Yeah. But I don't know. But, no, I, I, I saw that. I always see that, too, with a lot of these uh, – these type of things, it's it's different, like in different categories of shooting. But yeah, it's a uh, there's a lot of overweight people in. So and, and and my my point is with that though is like me being a judgy person, I made this like distinction of like this is the type of people they are. But mm-hmm. then like throughout the day, I was like, no matter the size, no matter the age, no matter like you know what class they were in, as in like level, 
Yeah. They, I was treated really nicely throughout the whole yeah. day and nobody knew who I was, which was awesome. Like yeah. I mean, there was one guy that knew who I was that was there, but we had never met before and we had planned on meeting there. But was he in a different squad? Uh, no. There was a guy in a squad either behind us or two behind us that had your sticker on one of his water bottles. Really? Yeah, I saw it. Like he was, for I think he was two behind us, and I saw the water bottle and it had your sticker on it. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I, didn't, I wonder if he recognized me. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously he didn't say anything. But. No, no, because uh, um, Cole from Emmett Gun Store, he he came out. Yeah, and he was like, you know, we had never met before that, but I told him to come out, and he did. So, um, but no. So my my point is is. I think that it's awesome that if you are a big guy and you're overweight um, or fat or whatever you want to call it, um, and you are trying to fix yourself, because that's what the question says, is overweight people trying to fix themselves. If you are actively trying to fix yourself, then awesome. One of the problems I see with social media is like people, they just see what it is for what it is. They, mm-hmm. They're like, I'll call a spade a spade. Like, you're just fat. You're a fucking loser. And it's like just because you're fat at the moment doesn't mean you'll forever be fat. Why don't you talk to the guy? See, so would like, hey man, like, love your content, or it's awesome to see you getting after it. Um, can I ask you about like your fitness? Like, do you really care though, or are you just there because you want to feel better about yourself and talk shit about people? You know what I mean? I feel like that's what a lot of the, like I get comments like that all the time. Mm. I've had someone call me fat the other day in a video that I posted on TikTok. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, so that but look at who's talking. Look yeah. at who's talking. It's a private profile with a fucking – it's like a burner account. Yeah. No followers, fake profile picture. Like you're going to let that bother you? And it, There's times where it bothers me. Oh, no. There's I, times I think where it, it bothers me. bother anybody, but it's – You it, can't let it. No, and it's just funny how, <laughs> how we're so hypocritical of – you know, oh, let's not have a cancel culture, but we're fucking doing it all the time of yeah. either bringing people down or this person's not this, this, and this. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Lucas, you know, like, oh, he's so skinny, this and that. It's like, so? Like, it's just it's just like someone calling me a lesbian. Like, yeah. you mean I'm pretty. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I'm a handsome man with some some good features and you're over – and it's just like it's like finding things to – like everyone has a thing that they can be made fun of. It's yeah. whether or not it, it, it affects you. Yeah. So like when it affected me, when someone called me fat, the only reason it affected me was because it was true mm-hmm. and I fixed that. So good luck. Yeah. Now you're just like, sure. Yeah. Okay. You're, <laughs> you call me, you call me a lesbian, blame it on my mama. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Your mom's got a crush on me. Oh, <laughs> so you know, you know what I mean? Like I could just come back with whatever. Like it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. You just called yeah. me attractive, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So like if you're fixing yourself, I think that's fucking awesome. Um, keep doing you keep training. Don't stop. Um, don't listen to your brain because your brain's going to tell you to stop. Your body will not stop unless your brain tells you to do so. So Andy Frisella calls out your bitch voice. You got to silence it and just keep going, man. You know what your goal is. Just keep pushing. Yep. And remember that you can't substitute, uh, a shitty diet with a workout. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure that your diet's like on point after we eat pizza. <laughs> hey, <laughs> count, count your calories. At least like I have had zero calories in my body. I had a cliff bar and some water today. So, <laughs> so I, I, I think I deserved that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't deserve that anyways. All right. Next question. Um, items for question. Number two, question number two. <laughs> items for EDC in hot weather slash less clothing for concealment. So items. So let's start with the number one thing that everyone is talking about, and that's guns. Bazooka. C4. Spicy clay. Yes. (laughs) So guns, obviously, your more compact, subcompact guns, obviously, will be easier to conceal depending on body type. Unless you're Mark. Unless you're Mark and you're just your chest protrudes past your penis length <laughs> and nothing prints. So you Dude, can run a full size. Like these large chested women. I'm like, sometimes I wish I had big boobies. Cause it would just, your shirt would just fall off. There'd be an MP five. Right. You right could just there. hide in there. Just not wear something tight clothing. Like man, yeah. Printing was so nice. Yeah. Um, so obviously a gun, I mean, you can pick whatever, have a solid holster. If it prints, uh, it's probably either, the weapon or the holster. It could be a mixture of both. Um, so for instance, I always printed when I had a Glock 17 with a Magwell 
Mm. Um, and an X300U appendix, always printed with that. Uh, take off the magwell. Okay, let, it prints less. Change the holster. Oh, there's no print. But then again, it's like a Glock 17 with an X300U at 210 pounds. It's not comfortable. Because um, yeah. I actually have balls, and it hurts when you sit down. So I got the uh, Glock 19 instead. So that's what I changed it to. Uh, ooh. I just got a text that my tire's flat. <laughs> Wait, is your car or your The truck wife? outside. The truck that I drove here is flat. It's, oh. not, it's not my tire. Oh. But I'm going to have to change it. Anyways, so apart from that, like, so for EDC – I mean, the only other thing that I really see people concealing when they're like wearing something on the daily is a knife. Um, but I don't understand why, like, unless it's like a fixed blade. Well, so EDC, <clears throat> I mean, if you just the literal term is everyday carry. And I think. But they said less clo- clothing for concealment. Yeah. Okay. So I would say if, if you're just primarily saying EDC for your firearm. The biggest thing, at least from a holster manufacturer, is going to be make sure if you're carrying appendix, make sure it has a wing. Um, There's a lot of companies that have different sizes of wings and different setups. And making sure that you you are carrying a a large chunk of metal in your waistband, there's literally – it's not going to be comfortable and it's not going to be easy, but – you have to understand that you could be printing to, to a degree and literally no one will know yep. unless it's another gun owner. Cause yep. I've seen people print, but I can tell it. No one else knows that, that dude's printing. Yeah. So don't overthink it. And you can't wear tight clothing. You have to change your wardrobe. If you're going to conceal carry, it's just it's part of the game. That's it's a, if it's, it's a lifestyle change. It is. It is. And one other thing to remember, like Ben said, is like, not a lot of people are going to remember, uh, recognize that you're carrying a gun. Yeah. 90% of people have absolutely zero situational awareness. Yep. They don't even know what a gun print is and they wouldn't go, there's this weird thing sticking out of his belly. I wonder if it's a bomb. Like, yeah, no, literally it's, <clears throat> they're probably just thinking it's your shirt's weird unless it's like overtly obvious of what it is. Yeah. Most people just don't. If your shirt's like see-through or something. Yeah. Like you got yeah. like a white tee on and that's it. Like <laughs> you're, you're that not was printing. Bad... You can just see through it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll wear white tees if I'm tucking my shirt in and then I'm wearing an over. Yeah. Like I'm wearing a flannel or, you know, a jacket or something to where right. that's not my. Some type of button up. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. So. <laughs> Don't think too much into it. Like all I carry is my wallet, my keys, my phone, a flashlight, a pocket knife, and my gun. Yeah, I've, and as far as guns go, um, the length of the gun, as far as printing, the length of the gun does not matter. It's the grip that you print the most. Mm. So, like, if you have something that's like a nineteen, like if you're using a Glock nineteen, but not Glock nineteen grip length, um, if you stay within that, you can usually conceal carry it fairly easy, depending on yeah. You know your choices of holster and clothing, yeah. But yeah, because like you're 17 with a magwell, like that's that's going to print fairly hard. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that covers that question pretty yes. well. All right. Thoughts on thoughts and ex- question number three. <laughs> Dang thoughts! <laughs> I just keep on going on. All right, thoughts and experience of the shooting match. So. For what he's referring to, to those of you guys listening that don't know is, if you didn't hear earlier, Ben and I attended a USPSA uh, optics carry pistol match. Is that how you would say that? Not even close. What would you say it was? Okay. So we shot a USPSA match. Okay. And our division that you and I both competed in was carry optics. Okay. There we go. But That sounds better. If you've shot shot USPSA – there is different – depending on your firearm setup, yeah. that gives you your division that you shoot in. Yeah. So it doesn't mean you, that you're better than anyone. No, because you have your overall score. So you overall scored 24th out of 50? Was out it 50 like, even or 52? I think it was 50-something. I can pull it back up, but keep going. So it was – so you scored 24 out of 50 overall. Yeah. yeah, it was 50. But then in carry optics individually, I think you got 12th. 12th. Yeah. So you did – very, very well. This was his first match. <laughs> he fucking killed it. You know what I got? 
third to last. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is not my first time, so yeah. So your boy needs to needs to start practicing that. But you know what though? Like I can't. That's where you have to be. Like check your ego. Oh no, I you was know, I wasn't like, mad about no, it. No, me. I have to. Ch- I can't let that. No, be you like, should. You should let it. No. I don't you want should, to. You should bask in a little I, I, bit. I'm you like, did really good. That's, I'm really proud of myself for doing that, but I can't be like, I'm, you know, I'm above average. Well, like, I don't want to walk around with my head up because I do that. And the next time I go, I'm going to be where you're at. You know what I mean? That's okay. But then that, that will humble you real quick. Yeah. That's, yeah but I, I, I want to remain humble so yeah. I don't have to get humbled again. You know, like it, but, I, it was a humbling experience either way. Yeah, but I think what has really helped you is you have shot over the year a lot, mm-hmm. and then you've pushed yourself like, hey, we're going to run this drill or this T-Rex arms drill or whatever. So you have a good foundation. Now you're just applying it against mm-hmm. other people, and you're seeing that they're paying off. Mm-hmm. Like you you do all this stuff, and you're like, oh, fuck, man. Like I'm above average of these guys who do this, you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's like, and I, so for those of you guys that don't know, one of my main goals for this year is to participate in USPSA. That was my goal last year, but every single one of the events locally ended up on a a weekend that we had an event. Mm -hmm. And I, as most of you guys know, I run that shit, so I can't do both. Um, so this year I'm taking a lot of classes, I'm getting certifications, and I'm also going to be participating in USPSA. So this was the first one for 2023, and it was a fucking success, honestly. I think no, it was no, awesome. It was, it was a good match, good weather. It was, I mean, define good weather. <laughs> like It, it wasn't, wasn't raining. Well, yeah, last time I went, it was raining. Oh, that's right. I yeah. remember you were telling me that. So. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't muddy. No, the ground was, was just, a little wet. It was just cold. And it, was, it got it muddy cold. when the sun came out. It was cold as fuck, dude. Like everyone was like wearing gloves and then we wore <laughs> Daniel's gloves for a short period of time to like, cause he had the electrical gloves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was cool. Oh yeah. So we shot with Bonsai Tactics or Daniel. Yeah. He'll he, be on the podcast soon. Yeah. He got 12th overall. Yeah. So he did really, really well as well. Oh yeah, he did. And then Raul Garcia. He got 10th. Yeah. So it's he, funny too. Cause I didn't, I didn't know he was coming. Today. He, he actually shoots. And we went to lunch together yesterday. Well, I don't know. I think – I don't think he had it 100% planned. I think because we went and then I think Daniel reached out and was like, hey, you should go too. So I think initially we're going to get all squatted together, but – That'd be cool. That'd that, be I cool. think next time we should. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be a good group of dudes, you know, and it'd be very competitive too. Everyone's very competitive. I think we need to get Taylor to come out too. Oh, you want to see something real fast? Yeah. He's faster than Daniel. Is he really? Yeah. Well, at least when he was still shooting. Yeah. So we'll see how he is now. I mean, oh, and he's then, in daddy mode right now. Not yet. Well, I, he's getting ready. That's yeah. some fucking anxiety-ridden <laughs> shit if you never had a kid before. So I feel like he's 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 good. Well, he's going to be fine, but he was like, hey, man, like, so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird to hear because he's always got, like, the answers and the methodical about, well, and I like, was all this like, stuff. I was like, just be there for her, dude. That's all yep. you can do right now. Like, it ain't about you. Nope. <laughs> this is one of the worst times. Like, you're sick. Suck it up. Yep. Like, doesn't matter, dude. Like, everything she needs, do it. She She'll wants, remember. Yeah, she wants pickles and chocolate and all this weird shit. You, all right. I'll you want you. melted peanut butter and chocolate mixed together with pickles? I'm your man. Yep. <laughs> you just... No questions asked. <laughs> do you want one or two? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to back up from this mic. This fucking thing's in my face. All right. Um, but what, what else? What do you think about today? I mean, I know that you got third to last. <laughs> <laughs> what was the takeaway for you? Uh, no, it was good because I think before when I've when I've shot the last three matches prior to that, I didn't finish because I was having gun malfunctions, and then I blew up my gun, and this was the first one I finally just completed everything was smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but shooting against you because now I have shot practice with you, and then now shooting you know really comparing like competition. I was like, oh shit, I gotta. I got to put in some work yeah. and it was good. And I was, it was funny cause I saw it and I, when we were texting back and forth while we were driving here, I was like, and the, the responses are like, no, no, no. Like I don't feel bad at all. I knew kind of about possibly where I was going to shoot, but it was like, okay, like you, you, but you weren't expecting me to do that well. No, not at all. <laughs> and I wasn't, I didn't but I, like even, even being in the middle of the leaderboards. I felt that prior to the match. 
because like this is all new to you. That's what I thought. But then watching your matches, like you had really clean runs, and we yeah. filmed them all. So I will yeah. be sharing those. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm interested. I want to watch that shit in slow mo over and over and over again. And be like, what did I do wrong? There was a couple things where I knew immediately what I did wrong, but it's like, like how do you forget to reload, bro? Because <laughs> you, 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 yeah, and that's how like that was, you know, like there was one. One stage, I was so focused on hitting a fucking target. I remember and that. I ran dry, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, well, and it was our last stage that yeah. we had, our sixth stage. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to reload, but I and I missed a steal twice, two different steal twice. Okay. Uh, then I hit them. So I think it was the total rounds that were shot was 18 rounds, and I have a Glock 17. And, but when I made ready, I racked it, put in a new mag. Okay, so I had so 18 were... rounds. So on that last round, slide lock. So just to know how bad that round or that stage went for me, do you know how many rounds I shot that stage? 33. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little target, I was like, man, fuck this thing. Yeah, Ben was focusing on this one target and couldn't get it with those stupid plates that fall over. And he's like, fuck that. And just went, continued yeah. the rest of the shit. <laughs> Everything was just going smooth. I'm like, ting, ting, ting. You got the papers everything. And it came to that one. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm surprised you didn't run forward in like a full sprint and kick it, dude. <laughs> you were fucking pissed. I could see it. And you were just like, you were an inch low. It yeah. was like an inch to two inches just low and it was like if you just lifted it up a little bit i'm surprised you didn't make that correction i I don't yeah i i thought the way for however i was perceiving i thought i was shooting high and really yeah huh interesting okay well anyways but other other than that i was really good and i'm excited to go out shooting again because hell yeah me too now i have like okay i got i gotta now you have to come out to parma and shoot one with me oh i'll go to we should alternate we have three we have three shooting ranges that we can shoot at. Oh, yeah. Parma, Emmett, and Napa. Napa. I'll go to any of them. I okay. just – just tell me the weekend. We'll go. Okay. Well, I did my one for the month. Should I just do one a month? I'm doing one a month. That's my goal because I have to. Okay, I have ammo yeah. for other things that are happening in between, like content and then like our events and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that And would... then I have classes on top of that that I'm taking, which are like 300, 600 rounds – like I'm gonna be. This okay. is the year of ammunition, my friend. Yeah. Not so just I think growth. I think on top of the USPSA, we should both working on getting our classification. Oh yeah, yeah. So, classification is happening this year. So that way, instead of we're both both of us being <clears throat> you, we can get our little letter and be like, oh, we're a C class or a D class. D class. <laughs> <laughs> just so just to be on the board yeah. beyond of just a like a a guest, you know. Okay, so there's that. Question number four, how you two manage to make time for everything while having newborns, lifting, training, etc. So first off, uh, currently neither of us have newborns. So I just want to make I mean, that But clear. we both have had. We've had newborns, but I wasn't doing everything that I'm doing right now when I had a newborn. No, but you're um, still active. <clears throat> you're still doing stuff. Yeah. So when my son was born, I was working graveyard at a lumber mill in Oregon. Uh, fucking hated every second of my life. And that was one of the reasons why we changed that. Um, when he was two months old, yeah, two months old, we moved from two or four months, September, October, November, December. Yeah, four months. He was four months old when we moved. So he was a baby. He was an infant. Right? Would you call that an infant? I call it an infant. How old was he when you moved here? Four months old. Dang. Yeah, bro. <laughs> He's going on five in September. That's that's nuts. unbelievable. Yeah. So when we moved here, I still was just working like regular jobs. So it wasn't until he was two, almost two years old. Yeah. One and a half is when operational industry started. And uh, I mean, I guess he's still kind of a baby at that time. Yeah. But yeah, it was still... it was a lot, bro. It was a lot. Um, I was working out in the very beginning and then I stopped for about a year and a half focusing on fitness, but this entire last year. So January 24th will be one year of Mm -hmm. a year of consecutive working out and focusing on fitness. Um, so you just do it, man. (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) So the one thing I think, I think you left out, um, that you did Elijah is that if you can, if you have a baby, that's assuming you have a partner. Mm -hmm. And would you say that Tiana was a big part of being able to do certain things? Absolutely. So having a good partner, 
you know, talking with them and but allowing like, hey, I need to go do this. Can you watch so and so? Yeah. But then allowing them to have that time as well. Yeah. So I think you have to work with your partner, have that relationship so you can do those things. Well, and when we first started um, in Idaho, Tiana was just a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely hated it because she's not a stay at home mom. Yeah. She's a worker. She wants to work. She has goals. She has, you know, aspirations and shit. She doesn't want to just sit at home all day, which traditionally we understand that the, you know, we believe in traditional values of the man and the woman have, you know, responsibilities and, and a role in relationship and marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not traditional in the, within the area of you need to just stay home. Like if, but I'm, I'm more of that way of like, you don't need to stay home, but if you decided that you just wanted to stay home, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, and staying home doesn't mean just sit around. Like, no, means, she's there's a lot of shit you can still do. Even yeah, even when she's been like yesterday, I was gone for most of the day. Today, I'm gone for most of the day. There's a lot of shit she's getting done in the process. Yeah, um, whether that's all of like the back office shit, or future planning for operational industries, um, or just shit around her house. Like we have two dogs, eight chickens, and a fucking four year old. Like there's a lot that goes into that shit. Um, so yeah, having a good partner, that's a really good one. I like that. That's important. Cause um, you're not alone. No, you're not alone. And obviously if you're the man asking this, yeah, Brennan, he asked that. So you're, you're generally, you're not the one hanging out with the baby the entire time. No. And it's, you know, if you can involve them, um, I think, I think people use, uh, newborns as a crutch. Yeah. Um, you've got, you know, if you have family locally or friends, that have had kids or are willing to babysit for an hour, you know, um, you've got your spouse. There's sometimes like at gyms, they have daycares and stuff. So they're literally, if there's a will, there's a way you just yeah. have to be willing to possibly give up certain things to do the things you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, I think that's a good point. I like that. Just make it a part of your day. Like if it's, if it's lifting, you want to do, if it's training, you want to do whatever it is that you need to do or want to do, make it a part of your day. Um, don't hide it from your kids. Don't, don't expose them to them. Yeah, to involve, it. involve them. Involve them. Can. Like that's what I'm doing. Like my son works out with us in the morning. He literally comes in there and starts working out. Like he dropped five pounds on his face the other day from doing bench presses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this kid's, but he's, he, I'm not saying, Hey, come work out with me or Hey, you need to go work out, but just be in the same room. I, I'm just, I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to go work out now. And he's like, okay. And then he plays with his toys for like five minutes. He's like, I think I'm going to work out too. And so we've made it like interactive too. So he has this calendar in the room that we're working out in. Okay. And so he hasn't been like using the calendar for what it's for. It's like got removable numbers and what day of the week it is, what the weather looks like. It's like sun cards and all this shit anyways. So like I'll do four or five sets of a certain of a workout in that day. And so I'll pull out one through five. Mm. And so once I'm done with my first set of like six exercises, I'm like, okay, you can put the one up now. And then he puts one up and then he puts the two. And then he loves being the guy that does that. Well, because he's, he's helping dad. Yeah. And And that's all he cares about. Yeah. And so now he's doing that with Tiana when she does her workouts and he does it when I'm doing mine. And then he's also working out. And so you're not just showing your son that you're working out, but he sees that this is just what's normal. So if you don't want a fat kid, this is a good way to do that. Uh, But also feed them good food. Uh, That's just another uh, obvious in my opinion, but yeah. people don't get that. Um, and the same thing with training since Leland was an infant, I've been dry firing in the house and I have a picture on my wall of when he was one and a half years old, maybe not even wearing a diaper. And I wrapped a, you know, those like non buckled, um, snap on belts where they yeah. have like the, the buttons mm-hmm. so they don't scratch fenders and shit. And one of those, I wrapped it around his waist three times and put on an old like Serpa holster I had from when I like very first started, yeah, yeah. put his little squirt gun in there and he's doing dry fire drills with me from the holster. Like had, well, had earphones on and everything like, and they, and people over, over complicated. It's like, he literally has no idea what he's doing No, He's like, dad's doing this. I'm doing what dad's doing on the beep. Do what I do. Yep. And, That's he's, it. and he's just happy. Cause he's like, he's going to cherish those memories forever because yeah. like, I did that with dad. We yep. spent so much time doing this stuff. Well, and I came home yesterday after being gone most of the day mm-hmm. where I'm talking with other educators and stuff for lunch. And I come home and my son's clearing the house with a USCCA like a uh, dummy gun that yeah, I got. Yeah, little yellow guns. And Tiana had set up green X's and red X's in all of the rooms, randomized wherever. And he's showing me how he's clearing corners and shooting at them. 
And he's like, that's a bad guy. Stop. And so he'd go in the room and shoot the bad guys first. And then he'd say, okay, you can come in. And then I would come oh in the room. Gosh. Yeah. And then so he handed me an airsoft gun that I painted blue. So it's like a blue gun we can use for training or whatever. And he was like, okay, you go get the good guys. I go get the bad guys. And I was like, okay. So we're like clearing the house together. And it was like, I didn't initiate any of this. This is just what he wanted to do. And he made it a game. And now he's like essentially training. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, son, that's not how you pie a corner, you fucking idiot. Like, just play with him. Just do it. Like, he's engaging himself in it. And he's like, dad, look what I'm doing. Didn't have to force shit onto him. He's just interested. Yeah, because he's. So. We need to get a light on that gun. Dude, yeah. <laughs> and you start engaging with the light. Dude, that'd be so badass. You're going to be like at night and it's all dark and all of a sudden you see the light pop on. Dad, I got the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I mean, is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that's uh, awesome. Okay. I keep hearing about this Crown Vic. No. Please talk more about it. Love those cars. So, what? Ben doesn't <laughs> just have a Crown Vic. Uh, would you like to explain? <laughs> So, okay, so the the long and short, because I've had to tell this story a lot of times. Um, so one time I had a 99 Tahoe, and the transmission, uh, one of the gears went out. So I was replacing, fixing the transmission, and I was like, oh, there's a 2006 Crown Vic for sale at the auction. I'm going to get that as a driver, and then I'll fix this and do this. So I kept it. Um, I dumped it first, cut all the springs, and it fucking was – Super, super low. And then I realized there's really no aftermarket to make it lower or make it ride better. And then I started looking and um, there was a couple dudes on Instagram. There's like the P71 Yeti and the OG Lifted Vic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started looking into it and then they have uh, – they use dunk kits, <laughs> spacers yeah. to uh, raise it. And I was like, okay, that's – fucking cool like it looked really cool but i was like i'm not about running spacers like i want to run a full spring yeah so i started doing some research and went to the junkyard a bunch of times and found out that the the expedition rear springs will fit (laughs) in the crown vix rear rear spot and then a ford f-150 03 to 06 rear shocks bolt in but they gives they're longer so you have that more droop so it actually can like be at full suspension. Right. And then the front are Mercury Mountaineer. I couldn't tell you the year because I just pulled them out of a junkyard. Um, Mercury Mountaineer struts and springs with the uh, the original Crown Vic top hats swapped over. And that gave me, with tires and everything, it's about six to eight inches taller than <laughs> – than uh, stock. When we were driving away from the event, I think we stopped at a light, and it was the one where I turned left and you went straight. Oh, yeah, there's a Jeep And I, sit, I came up behind you racing that Subaru on the interstate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, but we, like, I don't know why the GPS took me that way, but you were following me. I would have well, gone I knew where way. I was going. I have no idea where yeah. I am. I, I could tell. I'm like, oh, he's following the GPS. I know yeah, where I'm going. Yeah, but then I was like, I know where that goes. I would have just taken a left down after that Albertsons or whatever and then gone off the, the interstate, like, towards your house. Like, why did it take me through the city more and then get on the interstate? It probably was, like, 0.5, like, shorter. Well, yeah, and it's like, and then I come up right behind you off yeah. the on ramp. I'm like, well, that was dumb. God, I, I would have been faster if that little, the that WRX wasn't like in the way, and then it was staggered enough that I couldn't get around this truck, and I was trying to race him because I wanted to see how fast it was yeah. against this WRX. Yeah. But, Nah, no doubt. He was just taken off. He saw you and he's like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And then he like squeezed through this one spot and I think he took that exit. He but... did. I saw that. I, when he squeezed, I was laughing because I thought you guys were racing prior because I just saw both of you flying. We both got on the free at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, all I heard was like, <laughs> and I see you in a Subaru. It was awesome. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Different color schemes, all that shit. And then I need the same thing in sweatshirts. And so my closet's about to be refilled with new things because <laughs> we got to redo it. And I can't take pictures with all the old stuff that I have. It's got to be new. Yeah. We've got to see what it looks like when they get it, you know? So anyways. Um, Just some ideas. But yeah, so that's going to be that side of the shop. And then adding more equipment, we're going to be running out of even more room doing that. So this shop's not going to last much longer, man. It's not. I think that's, we, a, that's a good thing. I know. I think we got maybe another year, another year or two in this shop and we're like – if we last another two years here, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. 
Yeah, yeah, because the way the way you're talking about growth wise, yeah. Uh oh, it says write error. What did that mean? I don't know. Write error. What it? What is, is it? it right? Is it still counting? It's still counting. We have thirty nine. We're at thirty nine minutes, and it said that we had an hour and seven. What okay. is write error? Hopefully, we don't have any issues with this. Uh, we'll find out. Damn it! Uh, and then the, the fucking questions disappeared. What happened? If this is still recording, we're kind of technically retarded right now. Technologically retarded. Yeah, technologically retarded. Oh, Daniel already posted his his video of him training today. Um, okay. Okay, yeah. so just the oh the wrap of the just the Crown Vic thing, and then yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, I'll post some stuff, and then maybe I'll do updates as I work on it. But yeah, there yep. you go. I'm just ready for this one. <laughs> This is more of a stupid one. That's not. Wait, gonna I guess get the it. dad one. Yeah, oh. we're not gonna we're not gonna give a legit answer to because I don't have an answer to it. Um, but question number five. Oh, Jesus. As a dude, how much dominance is asserted if you fuck someone else's dad? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in prison, probably a lot. In the real world, that's pretty gay. <laughs> So it's gay either way. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah. The only way it's acceptable for a dude to do that with a dude is if the dude that they're doing it to is a, like a child predator. You know what I mean? That's when the only time I've ever heard that happening in prison. If that that's the case, I think if you, sh- yeah, I don't know, man, that's, I mean, cause I know there's dudes that are gay in prison, but usually those are the ones getting done. They ain't getting to do yeah. nothing to anyone else. You know what I mean? I don't know. Either way, it's gay, and I ain't about it. Yeah, there's you no. Know, I, you don't get a badge of honor or dominance by fucking another dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those questions. It's like you just you're fucked, man. Don't even answer it. <laughs> I just want to remind you, woozy, that you are gay. <laughs> um, all right, that's a homie that asked that question. So whatever. All right. So I'm going to give you, since we have 15 minutes left in this podcast, well, or that we're allotted, because for some reason this fucking card, no matter what I delete on it, it doesn't give us any more time, I, I will fix this. Um, but a short speech about fatherhood. So I'll give you five minutes to give yours. It doesn't have to be the length of five minutes, and then I'll do mine. All right. All right um, go. Fuck. Um, I will say... Because I've I've fucked up as a dad for a while, um, and I would contribute to not being a good marriage and then leaving and not really being there for my children as much as I could have been, and then basically being in their lives on, like, the back half of it, so, like, the last seven or eight years of it. So there was, like, good two years that it was not as much. Um, From my fuck-ups and experience, I would highly recommend – um, your kids pay attention to everything you do. Like we we're talking about earlier with Elijah and his son. Um, they will, they they just want to be a part of you. You don't have to give them fucking gifts all the time. You don't need to spoil them. Kids genuinely just are happy with getting the love and affection from their parents. Um, and the best thing you can do is the things that you, honestly, you saw in your life that were fucked up or that you wish had changed be the change, you know? Like, I know that you talked about, like, certain things, your aspects that you have done because of your dad. And you're like, I want my son to have this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, you know, that's the way we're supposed to be. Um, but your kids listen as much as they seem to not sometimes. Your kids do listen. They do pay attention. And they do just want – they just want to be – a part of your life. Mm-hmm. So value that and involve them in everything you do. Yeah. You know, whether they don't, they take it on or not, you know, talk to them about it. And then also being interested in what they're interested in, even if it's not something that you particularly like, yeah. you know, like my kid is, or kids are into stuff that I'm really not interested in, but I will talk to them about it and let them divulge about it. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um, man, it's a uh, it's hard because mm-hmm. I know I've said there's things that I probably will never repeat to anyone other than I, I've told you, right? And it's kind of like I think it's for you. It's kind of like you know, 
you have you you may think you you're like oh this is fine or whatever and then your kids pull out some shit and you're like what the fuck like right. yeah i was not prepared for this yeah you know so um yeah be there for your kids give them uh, and i hate the word but safe place to have open communication because if you lose that man who do they have to give them that information they're gonna to? find someone else and that information is not gonna be no. that good so no. that's where kids get in with gang members or they talk to the school resource officer and they're like yeah. oh no you're a woman <laughs> you know yeah you know just let your kids talk and just listen to them you know yeah. if it's not hurting anybody just kind of go cool you know or you know there'll be times where you'll go through that and you just think they're not telling you then there'll be a time where they need you and that'll be the time that you needed to have that relationship where they're like dad i fucked up mm-hmm. and you're like okay and you and you have to allow them to do that yep and so like this is Sorry, keep going. Um, oh, that's I'm, I'm the, just that made yeah. me think of something. Um, when so, like you just said that, did you ever have that with your dad where no. you felt you could go to him? I was always scared Same. of fucking death. Same. And I and I confided in my friends. I I lied all the times. I hid a bunch of shit. Found older kids to yep. confide in. And get because advice I from. there was no open relationship. I was, I was always scared that I, if I told him the truth that, you know, the adage of like, Oh, it's going to kill me. Like, I think he was going to do that, but like, he never made me feel like I could fuck up. Yeah. And like, Hey, let's learn from this, whatever. Like I've tried to tell my kids, like, it's okay. Like Mm -hmm. you're going to fuck up. Like it's just a matter of time, Yeah. but we we can learn from it. We can grow from it. And yeah, no, I, which is funny. Like we have this kind of the same experience. Like, no, <laughs> until that. Mm. Mm. But no, yeah. that's a. Uh, I think there's a lot we can go into, but I think that's kind of my, yeah, my little elevator speech. Well, and I'll give. I'll I'll try and do it a little bit differently because I agree with everything you said. Um, so for me, one of the things that I had focused on a lot was like, look at like so the relationship that you had with your parents in general, mm-hmm. right? So like we were just talking about. Um, Look at the things that had bothered you and or are still bothering you from the childhood with your parents. So think about a time where your dad had done something to you. And if it still bothers you to this day, it's first off, it's not in the past. It's still present because you haven't dealt with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have moved past something that had bothered you that your dad had done or your mom had done – try to analyze it in a way to where you could try to understand where they're coming from and why they did what they did, but then also try and figure out a way to formulate a, like an appropriate slash mature response and how to avoid doing that exact same thing with your child. And so I've noticed that like, I, I hate it. Like I love my dad, but I hate hearing people say, Oh, you're so much like your dad. You know what I mean? It's like, no, my laugh is like my dad. Uh, my drive is a lot like my dad, but I'm nothing like my father. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's, and I don't mean that to disrespect him in any way. It's because as a man, any man, no matter who you are, you want to be yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't compare me to someone else, especially someone that I'm supposed to be better than. And as my, my father, I would hope that he would want me to be better than who he is because my goal is to be exactly that. And I want my son to do the same thing. You know, it's not that I don't want my son to fail and to learn from his mistakes, but I want him to look at the mistakes that I had made and completely avoid them because Mm -hmm. there was things that my father hadn't shared with me about his childhood until it had happened to me. Jeez. Like, oh yeah, I did drugs too. Why didn't you fucking tell me that? If you would have told me that, maybe I would have like been able to confide in you about this shit well which is okay don't hide things like that so on that like my my parents told me about my uncles that they're all alcoholics at some point Mm -hmm. and they all recover they're fine now yeah but because i knew that i avoided alcohol until i was like 22 see and even then i was really scared to drink yeah my dad told me my uncle tommy was a cokehead and fucking thought he could fly and jumped off the roof i still did cocaine (laughs) he died he fucking died Right, and, and I like, still did it. Yeah, you're like, if I would have known, maybe I would have just not. Why done didn't this? you tell me you were doing cocaine with Uncle Tommy, Dad? 
Oh, geez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was the case, but I mean, like, <laughs> still, just, just if it, if you were doing that, just be honest. Tell your kids, like, hey, look, uh, I know you're getting older. Like, I know I can see it in your fucking face. You're doing some shit. You're, you're, you're experimenting. You're in high school. You know, you think you got it all figured out. But don't give them the whole, I thought I knew everything when I was 16. Mm. Don't do that because immediately they're going to shut down. They're not going to want to talk to you. Come yep. to them like, like, I know that you are not supposed to be their fucking friend. But let them know that they can trust you and rely on you and be like, hey, man, if you ever need anything, just like, you know, if you're scared, you don't think you can drive home. You know, if you're in a situation you don't know how to get out of and you, you don't know how I'm going to react to it, don't even tell me what's happening. Just say, hey, dad, I need you here right now and I will be there. And I won't ask yep. you a fucking question no until you're ready. As long as you're safe. Just as I just want you to be happy and I want you to be healthy and I want you to be safe. And I already have like, I've been planning that with my son. He's only four, but I know that he's going to be a lot like, he's a lot like me already. Uh, yeah. And if we, him growing up, if he's anything like me, He's going to get in some, some trouble, um, regardless of how good of a father I think I'm being. So it's going to happen. And so I want him to just know, like, yo, numbers on speed dial. Anything, just call me. Be fucking smart because I am going to I am gonna push the whole um, when you leave this house, remember that you're representing my name. Yeah. Whatever you do outside of this house, out of these four walls, comes back on your mother and me. Don't make us look like fools because you decided to do something fucking stupid. You know? Well, and especially now that you've, you're, you know, by the time he's at that age, you've, you've built this, you know, a Empire. lot of people know who you are. Right. You know, and where versus some people are just, you know, you know, maybe some other neighbors, whatever, but you are like yeah. thousands of people know who you are. Right. And they're like, you know, that is a direct reflection of you. And it's even if I, if, even if I didn't have any type of presence of any kind, yeah. regardless, I you know, it's even more. Yeah. And for because. me, it's more of a last name thing. Yeah. My last name is dying. You're the firstborn man in this generation with my last name. Really? Honor that. Yes. Jeez. We broke the cycle. It was just women. And they're all getting married and marrying into new names. And I'm the only male in my family that's even conceived a child or child or have had to do anything good in their fucking life in my family with my last name. So the other two are either not old enough or don't care enough or too fucked up to care. Yeah. And so I'm, I am trying to give my son a meaning to the last name, show yeah. him what the last name mean could mean. Cause right now it means nothing. You know what I mean? Like it's not, and I don't, again, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but nothing great has been done. No, it means AKA goon daddy. <laughs> Darmody <laughs> means goon daddy. <laughs> No, it's like I, I'm very old school in that way. Like, you yeah. know, I think of like all the guys in like the, the shining armor and shit, you know, the shining armor and robes and fucking leather belts and shit that held everything together. And they were on horses and stuff like how everyone, everyone's got these fancy family crests. I don't have that shit. You know, I'm a, I'm a mutt, Spaniard and fucking Mexican and Irish and German and all these things mixed together. And, and then we just have this last name that nobody knows where it came from. Well, no, but it's like, but I get what you mean. It's, it's Give it the, a meaning. Yeah, but if, you know, someone were to say, oh, your last name is, and it already means something. Yeah. They don't even know who you are, yeah. but they're like, oh, like, oh that you're, means something. You're, you're, you know, you're the, the son of the father of the brother's cousin of. Of Goon Daddy. Saint, <laughs> Saint Goon. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. That should be your next shirt. Saint Goon. Saint Goon. <laughs> There's an idea for one of you fuckers. Um, but no, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like Tiana is uh, Benjamin Franklin's seventh cousin. If you told someone, yeah, I'm Benjamin Franklin's seventh cousin and Benjamin Franklin didn't do anything, what the fuck does it even matter? Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so whether it's me or my son or any of his descendants, I don't care. I still want to have more children, so I might have another son or two. Like, we'll see what happens. But... Regardless, like, give that shit a meaning. Be proud of it. Be the strongest fucking man in your bloodline. Be the most successful. Be the most honorable fucking person in your family. Like, give yourself and your family purpose. Yeah, be the be the example that you want your, your children to see. Yeah. So, you know? as a father, lead by example. 100%. Don't force anybody 
to do anything. Don't think you're fooling anybody because they see everything. Yeah, just like, you got to do this, this, and this. You know, this is what a man is. Goes and sits down on the couch and cracks a beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. So really quick story. We got five minutes before this thing All shuts right. off on us. Go. <laughs> quick story. Okay, so my sister's my, – or my – not my sister. My wife's sister, um, her child is two. Yeah, two and like a half or whatever. And to show you how much they pay attention, he or they were watching, I forget what movie, like Ambulance or something, but they're, I don't know, something about shooting. And they've never had like any type of stuff. They don't say or do any of that stuff. And he had a little squirt gun. He pulls it out and goes, Stop, I'm going to shoot you. And he goes, Pew, pew. <laughs> and they're just like, Where did this come from? And and they traced it back. It was they, he sat down and watched this movie with him. And it's like, you have to realize these kids are like fucking sponges. Yep. They will absorb everything. Kind of like your kid watching you do dry fire. He has no idea he's doing what you're doing. Yep. But he picked up some things from Grand Theft Auto one time. Yeah. See? See? Yeah. And you you don't even realize. And I don't play Grand Theft Auto anymore. <laughs> it's not allowed in the house. Per mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hookers are not real people. <laughs> no, they're five points. Run them over. You get money too. <laughs> All right. Well, um, before we end this, there was a, a a dad joke. I don't know if it's a dad joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a uh, it's a joke, and I thought it was funny. Okay. And it's stupid, and it's short, so I'm going to share it okay. uh, to sign off the podcast. This is a question for you, Ben. What do you call a gay drive by? Oh, this is going to be good. I don't know. A fruit roll up. (laughs) (laughs) Why Uh, is that so funny? It's so good. (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right. This thing's about to shut off on us, so we better fucking cancel it or end it or whatever. All right. See you guys next time. Peace.